Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about whether crowdsourced fact-checking actually works, what monkeys choking under pressure tells us about why humans do too, and why scientists built a mantis shrimp punching robot. Let's satisfy some curiosity. To counter misinformation, social media platforms have started turning to fact-checkers. But if fact-checkers can only check a small fraction of the many, many posts shared each day, what hope do we have in the fight against fake news? That dilemma is why a new MIT study is such a breath of fresh air. It found that large groups of ordinary people were just as good as professional fact-checkers at assessing the accuracy of news stories. To cut down on misinformation, we just need the wisdom of crowds. To test the power of crowdsourced fact-checking, MIT scientists compiled 207 news stories flagged by Facebook's algorithm for further scrutiny. These stories were either flagged because they were going viral, they concerned sensitive topics like health, or they were believed to contain misinformation. The team recruited 1,100 U.S. residents to read just the headline and lead sentence of 20 stories each. Participants answered seven questions about each piece in order to rate factors like its truthfulness, reliability, and objectivity. Those scores combined with those of other participants into an overall accuracy grade for each story. At the same time, researchers gave all 207 stories to three professional fact-checkers. The pros did deeper research than the regular readers before making their evaluations. The three fact-checkers' grades matched each other 49% of the time, and two out of the three agreed 42% of the time. 9% of the time, there was no consensus. But here's the amazing part. When the researchers split the regular readers into politically balanced groups of 10 or more, the groups matched the performance of the pros. This was without any formal fact-checking training and with much less time spent reading each story. It's clear that crowdsourced fact-checking really works. Social media giants like Facebook and Twitter have been dabbling with crowdsourced fact-checking programs. This study suggests that they can be inexpensive and relatively effective, as long as the platforms prevent bad actors from gaming the system. The scientists suggest that platforms should also use the crowdsourced scores to affect how their algorithm curates people's news feeds. The lower a story's accuracy rating, the more the algorithm should demote it. In any case, when it comes to the fight against fake news, there is power in numbers. And that's a fact. Whether it's an athlete missing a free throw or a rock star forgetting what city they're in when they start addressing the crowd, choking happens when the stakes are high. And psychologists have no idea why. That's the reason researchers invited a monkey named Earl into their lab to play some video games. Earl is one of three rhesus monkeys that recently helped answer a long-standing question in psychology. Is choking under pressure unique to humans? Or is it something deeper, a flaw in the way brains have evolved? If Earl's pitiful performance is any indication, it's not just us homo sapiens that get the yips. The game Earl and his friends were playing is very simple. Imagine a screen with a colored dot and a cursor the monkey can move with its arm. The goal is to put the cursor on top of the colored dot before time runs out. When a monkey succeeded, it got a reward. There was only one variable in the experiment, 
the size of the reward. The participants knew before each trial if the prize they were playing for was small, medium, large, or gigantic. If the gigantic prize led to a drop in performance, it would be the first evidence that monkeys choke too. Well, the monkeys all did an okay job when the reward was small, and they did a bit better for the medium reward, and better still for the big one. But Earl couldn't handle the pressure of competing for the gigantic reward. When it really counted, when it was all on the line, he went zero for 11. Tragic. All three monkeys choked hard when the prize was unimaginably generous. So what happened? Well, the researchers noticed that when the monkeys were playing for the gigantic prize, they became overly cautious. A monkey under pressure would take so much care not to overshoot the target that it ran out of time before getting the cursor all the way to the colored dot. That's amazing because it seems to be similar to what happens in humans. When a person chokes, they tend to overanalyze what they're doing. Even if you've shot a billion free throws, you're way more likely to miss the billion and first if you think about the steps as they're happening. And that tends to happen when success is really, really important. And if this whole segment has you thinking back to a time when you failed under high pressure, just take heart in knowing that it happens to everyone. Even elite athletes, even Gene Simmons when Kiss performed in Chicago a few weeks ago and he said, hello, Detroit, for some reason, even though they had already played Detroit Rock City. <laughs> and yes, even Earl. The mantis shrimp is a tiny sea creature that packs a mean punch. Their fists of fury are pretty impressive. They can accelerate as fast as a bullet shoots out of a gun. Now, scientists have managed to build a robot to match their punching power. The punch of the mantis shrimp has fascinated humans for a long time. These animals weigh as much as a stick of gum, but they punch with enough force to crack a crab's shell or a glass aquarium. How the shrimp are capable of such force has so far eluded scientists. Ultra-fast movements like this tend to be the exclusive domain of small creatures. But how that much power can be packed into such small animals has been a mystery. To get to the bottom of it, scientists at Duke and Harvard universities used high-speed imaging to watch mantis shrimp punch in slow motion. By watching it happen in detail, they learned that the mantis shrimp's appendages work very differently than ours do. The mantis shrimp's punching arm works a bit like a mousetrap. It stores elastic energy, then releases it all at once. That way, it's able to create enough force to bust through even the toughest shells. Scientists have known that a physical latching mechanism was the key to the mantis shrimp's mighty punches, but seeing it in such detail has allowed a much better understanding of how it works. And now the mantis shrimp isn't the only pint-sized puncher around. It has a new competitor, the robo-shrimp. The U.S. Army provided the funds to build a prototype robot that can mimic the mantis shrimp's knockout abilities. Their prototype is able to produce impressive levels of force that have never been seen at such a small robotic scale. It's unclear why the Army is interested in building tiny punching robots, but the gains for both engineering and biology are pretty impressive. It's not all about the mantis shrimp. We now have a better understanding of how small animals like frogs and fleas are able to jump so high. 
But in the future, if you get punched by a shrimp-sized robot, well, don't say I didn't warn you. Before we recap what we learned today, I wanted to see if you might be interested in having your voice heard on our 1,000th episode live stream celebration that Ashley and I will be hosting this Wednesday, November 3rd. In case you haven't registered already, you can sign up on Curiosity's Facebook page or check the Eventbrite link in today's show notes. Ashley and I are going to be hosting a little trivia segment, telling stories from behind the scenes at the Curiosity Studios. But most importantly, we want to hear from you. So think of the most memorable thing you've learned on the show or your favorite thing that you've heard us talk about and tell us about it. You can leave us a voicemail at 312-596-5208. That's 312-596-5208. Or of course, you can always email us a voice recording to curiosity at discovery.com. Just give us your first name, where you're calling from, and the thing you learned. Doesn't matter if it was from a story, from a wacky ad lib, or just some strange aside that I mentioned about video games or pro wrestling, which I don't think is going to be anybody's favorite, but that's neither here nor there. We hope to see you on Wednesday during our live stream. But for now, let's recap what we learned today. Starting with the fact that crowdsourced fact-checking might actually work. When MIT scientists had more than a thousand regular people rate the truthfulness of news articles on social media, their scores matched those of professional fact-checkers. This could be an inexpensive and effective way to fight misinformation on social media platforms, as long as the platforms keep bad actors from gaming the system, which I'm sure will be an ongoing battle. Yeah, but hopefully they find ways around that. Sure. I can only hope. Sure. And we learned that monkeys choke under pressure, too. A study that had monkeys play a video game for prizes showed that a really big jackpot made the monkeys act overly cautious and fail at the game. This is the first evidence that it's not just us. Choking isn't unique to humans, and that might offer a new way to study this frustrating phenomenon. We also learned that the mantis shrimp can punch as fast as a speeding bullet. And now scientists have developed a prototype robot that can mimic these impressive punching abilities. It all relies on the way that the mantis shrimp's punching appendages store energy and then release it all at once, like a mousetrap. In editing this script, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos of people harassing mantis shrimp to see if they would break the aquarium glass. They're scary. <laughs> they're, they're really scary Shrimp. There are a lot of different species, so they're they're all different sizes. But the one I was watching was like a small lobster size, like really. And uh, the punch wasn't like, I mean, it's not what you would imagine as a punch because it's so fast. So all you hear is a really loud click because that click is all it took for it to reach out, punch the glass and pull its little puncher back in. But it's really loud and terrifying. <laughs> Why would you harass a shrimp? Because they wanted to take, have a YouTube video of a shrimp breaking the glass. Pick on somebody your own size. I know. It's mean. It's mean. They are gorgeous, though. I would recommend looking at videos and, and photos of mantis shrimp because they're just, they're rainbow colored. They're amazing. Who would win in a fight, a mantis shrimp or Ant-Man? Well, I haven't watched Ant-Man yet, so <laughs> that's on my list. Okay. Who would win in a fight? A mantis shrimp or Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's a actually that's a better pairing because they're both underwater, right? Uh, no, mantis shrimp. Aquaman's useless. <laughs> uh, poor Carl Drogo. Isn't he the guy that played Aquaman? He is. Okay. Yeah. Poor, beautiful Khal Drogo. It's about the extent of my pop culture knowledge, so I'm glad we <laughs> covered all that. Today's writers were Steffi Drucker, Grant Curran, and Cameron Duke. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And you won't even need a whole crowd to fact check us. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.